0: Ah, so, let's go directly into the meditation. The devotions first, and then the meditation will be guided. So, as we are reciting the verse for refuge. Bring to mind that which most deeply inspires you, arouses a sense of confidence, of faith, of devotion. It could be Buddha Shakyamuni himself, Samantabhadra, any of the myriad emanations of the Buddha, your own guru. Together with the symbol of the Dharma, in which we take refuge, And together with representatives of the Sangha, the spiritual community without which the Dharma does not survive. Namo lama deshe dupe ku kunjo sungi ranjin la datan dodu senjin Chanju, Badu, Khyapsu, Chi. Namo. In the Lama, who is the embodiment of the Sugatas, of the nature of the Three Jewels, I, together with the beings of the Six Realms, take refuge until our enlightenment. SEMGIN DOVA KUNDUNDU LAMA SANGYE DUPNE NI KANLA KANDU TINLE KI DOVAN DUVAN DAMCHAO For the sake of all beings I generate the spirit of awakening and cultivate the realization of the Lama as Buddha. By means of enlightened activity, I shall train each being according to their needs, and I vow to liberate the world. (laughs) Yukin upcham, Sam, Burma, Gessa, Dombo, La Yamsein, Choki, Mudu, Ne, Perma, Junesu, Kando, Mamber, Koki, Jesu, Datuki Ki, Jingle, guru Pema siddhi hum Hum, in the northwest frontier of Odiana, in the heart of a lotus, sits the one renowned as Padmasambhava, who achieved the wondrous Supreme city, and is surrounded by a host of many dakinis. Following in your footsteps, I devote myself to practice Please come forth and bestow your blessings, Guru Pema City Home, Guru Pema City. As we move into the main practice, it would be a bit better if you can be sitting upright, but if you are uncomfortable, please feel free to change position now. Maintain a smooth continuity from the last moment of the preliminary practices, as we transition now into the main practice. Gently sustaining a sense of your own presence as a translucent or transparent, shimmering body of light, hollow, luminous, in your own form, but very similar to a holographic image, with no substance. In other words, don't reify your body or your mind. A matrix of empty appearances, And imagine this ground awareness, pristine awareness, symbolically as an orb, of radiant white light in the center of your heart, heart chakra. The source of all appearances, including, of course, the appearance of your own presence here and now. Then very gently, actually peripherally, sustaining this visualization, this sense of your own presence, empty and yet clear. Turn your attention to the space of the mind, this three-dimensional field illuminated by mental awareness, Let your awareness rest in its natural state, now simply imbued with the earlier sense of your own translucent, shimmering presence here. Let your awareness rest, illuminating the space of the mind. Whatever thoughts or images, memories or fantasies come to mind, simply observe them arising, observe their presence, observe them vanish. Empty appearances that are owned by no one and that own nothing. shift. As you well know in the practice of settling the mind in its natural state, you observe mental appearances simply as mental appearances, having no existence apart from the space of your own awareness. But now let's shift. Continue to let your awareness remain in stillness, illuminating the space of the mind. But now see what appearances of people or any type of sentient being naturally comes to mind, spontaneously. And as soon as the appearance of some sentient being comes to mind, comes knocking at your door, so to speak, invite them in. Shift your perspective now, instead of simply observing the appearance as an appearance, attend to the sentient being by way of the appearance in your own mind. Because after all, sentient beings do exist, and they don't exist just in the space of your mind. They have their own space but attend to whoever comes to mind. Attend to them as beings. As so we began practicing in the uncommon preliminaries, Attend to all sentient beings as your own kin, your own family, as mother and father, brother or sister. Whoever comes to mind, attend to them. And exactly as you wish for happiness and the causes of happiness for yourself, so focus on whoever comes to mind. with the awareness that this person, too, this sentient being, whoever this being may be, wishes for happiness, wishes for pleasure, wishes to be free of pain and suffering, exactly as you do. Attend to that reality so that it becomes real for you, Every outbreath, as you've done previously for yourself, arouse the aspiration of loving kindness. The aspiration may you, like myself, be well and happy. May you cultivate and realize the causes of genuine happiness. And as you breathe out with this aspiration, imagine this light of loving-kindness, of joy, of purity, flowing forth from the seed, the bindu, the orb of light at your heart. Flowing out, streaming out, enveloping, permeating, filling this being, this person, whether one or many. Imagine this light bringing them joy bringing them the happiness they seek with every out-breath. Imagine this person or persons experiencing such well-being here and now, becoming truly well and happy, in the most meaningful sense of the term. And in your own good time, release your awareness of this person. Again, rest your awareness in its own own place. And see who comes up next. And whoever it may be, friend or foe, an acquaintance or a stranger, one or many, In this way, attend to all sentient beings and for each one, each group that comes to mind. Wish them well. Send out your light of loving kindness. Now rest for a little while, in your own fullness. Highlight a bit more, this visualized presence of yourself, free of all obscurations, without inner or outer obscurations, luminous, transparent, insubstantial, by nature pure, and filled with the light of loving-kindness and genuine well-being. Rest there for a little while, holding that sense of your identity, this sacred identity, and this form. Your mind indivisible from that of the guru, the Buddha. Then release the visualization and all objects of the mind, and in uttermost simplicity, let your awareness rest right in its own nature, illuminating and knowing itself. So, when it comes to the mode of engaging in the preliminary practices with the sets of 100,000 and so forth, as far as I can tell, that's about 100 years old, that tradition. It goes back to the remit tradition of Kemze, Kemse Chikiwombo and others of the mid, late 19th century. Very useful. It's been proven to be useful, otherwise, I think they'd stop doing it. But of course, among them, to engage in Vajrasattva practice, you really should have some understanding of emptiness especially when you are dissolving the data into yourself. It becomes very messy if you don't. Same thing with Guru Yoga. If you don't have some, un, some understanding of emptiness, there is a really large likelihood of the Guru rising to your mind as an idol, an idol in the technical sense of the term, as we looked at before, which then is simply a form of attachment. I mean, it is very nice attachment, very virtuous attachment, but it is still a form of attachment. And so, those can be very meaningful if one, again, as I have said so many times, if one has very pure motivation, Faith, reverence, devotion. There's also a downside, a potential downside—not necessarily downside at all—but it's a potential, and that is when you're finished. Because I've done them myself. I, you know, I did them years ago. Um, there's a real danger when you're finished to have a sense that you're finished. Phew! <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to do offerings anymore. Phew! Oh man, I got, I'm glad I got through the prostrations while I still had enough. You know, I wasn't too old. Phew! And, oh, good, oh I, fin- oh, I finished all of them. Man, good, now, what's up? Let's go, let's now, let's go on. Let's get, get on with the good stuff, you know. Badri Guinea, come on, Badri Gini, come on. You know, so it's very easy to kind of move on as if that's finished. And this is very much like spending a year, two years, laying a foundation for a house, and then building the house elsewhere. <laughs> really. So, Dujum Lingba, with his three common preliminaries and three uncommon preliminaries, doesn't give us any allowance for that, because there's no point yet. You're finished. You're finished when you're a Buddha. Right? The foundation is there all the way through. Your shamatha, your vipassana, mahamudra, zokchen, stage of generation, completion, poa, chut, dumo, whatever you're doing, it's always there. It's always the foundation, all the way up too. Enlightenment, and I think when you reflect upon them, if you go back and do, you'll say, "Oh yeah, but that's a, they're keepers." And so, what I would suggest for today, as we bring this session to a close, is we have again now—it's oh, getting to be only about five weeks left uh, of this time together in this very, you know, nice setting. Most importantly, where we have nothing to do besides practice Dharma. Now is a really good time, a really optimal time, prime time create new habits. In a way, optimally, ultimately, be good to be free of all habits. A Buddha has no habits, not a creature of habit. Everything is utterly unpremeditated, unprecedented, spontaneous, wonderful. But until, there, until we're there, meditation, met as, you many, as many of you know, the Tibetan term for meditation, gompa, is very closely related to the term gompa, which means to familiarize, familiarize, and it does mean to habituate to become acquainted with. And so what I would really strongly encourage now, take full advantage of this now, tiny bit more than five weeks, and that is the sense of identity, and the, w- sense, of the, the our way, sense of our own identity, and our way of viewing those around us, sentient beings around us. It's, t- it's really time for an extreme makeover, because the old way didn't work, just like materialism with, you know, it's hedonic values and consumer-driven way of life it manifestly doesn't work. It manifestly is destroying the, the planet, manifestly giving rise to extremely unstable economy for the entire planet. Now all of the countries are interwoven, so if one big one falls, it's going to drag, like China or United States and so forth, or the European Union. If any, anyone really, really, you know, poo, flushes, it could be really bad. So it doesn't work. We have to wake up to that very quickly. But that's on a macro level, on a micro level, this old notion, this old habitual sense of reifying oneself as a sentient being and basically having default mode of rumination and then going back and striving. And so we know it doesn't work. It doesn't go anywhere. It, or it does go away. it goes around and around in circles is where it goes. It's called samsara. And so now we have five weeks remaining to really establish some new currents, some new trends, some new habits and that is just flush out, deconstruct the ordinary sense of identity, whatever it was, whether it was kind of, I'm a pretty good person, fact, I'm quite exceptional, or the opposite, whatever it is, chuck it out as a construct. you know, Dissolve into emptiness with recogni- the recognition that it was, was indeed constructed and not discovered. And likewise, as we attend to those, especially right now in the Sangha, in our little group here, our little pod, uh, Whatever you think of the individuals to your left and right and so forth, the ordinary perception, ordinary perception, recognize it's constructed. It doesn't mean it's false, that we're all delusional. It does mean it's constructed, and if we reify it, then we're delusional. Simply assessing without reification and not delusional. But if it's ordinary vision, ordinary perception, then it's just going to be maintaining samsara. And so, these teachings are giving you a new set of clothes So it's not a weight-loss program, but it's a new set of clothes. (laughs) A new set of clothes. Royal clothes, divine clothes, like those clothes, Saabalokiteshvara's clothes. So what I would suggest here, like especially today, is have two modalities in terms of an expedition, and that is getting your feet unstuck from old habits that are detrimental or at best don't go anywhere except for in circles. And that is One option is really cultivate, in a sustained fashion, being naked. In solitude, when you're just on your cushion, but also when you're out and about walking, and so forth and so forth. I think you know what I mean by naked. Don't adorn yourself with any constructed sense of identity. Just go out naked, awareness. Just go out naked. No elaborations, no adornments, no clothing. Just rest your awareness in its natural state. Simple, clear, unadorned. Be present. And you can do then that when you're walking and other people look at you and they they see a person. And from your perspective, no person. As that old yogi, that old enlightened yogi Dupan Rinpoche said, outwardly I probably look like a human being to you. Inwardly it's very different. Because I don't know what he was experiencing, he was enlightened, I'm not. But I'm going to guess, just a little tiny guess, there is no inward. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, there's no inward. Because there is no division of inward and outward. And there is nobody home. Ta-ta-ta. Just this. I'm just guessing here, but I kind of maybe. So go out naked. Be in, be in solitude naked. Go out naked. That's good. Nobody will notice. The police won't come. <laughs> you know? So that's one possibility. But if you, get, if you find that a bit austere, a little bit thin, a little bit high altitude, then clothe yourself well. Clothe yourself out well, avalokiteshvara, The visualization we did here. Go out well clothed, properly clothed. But then we have also, that is, as we are engaging, you know, now for the rest of the day. Why not weave this practice in that we just did? Of course, it's one half of tonglen. It's the tong part. It's the sending part, right? And so, why not? in between sessions we're really following Shantideva's devas advice when you're attending to other sentient beings attend to them thinking and dependence upon sentient beings like this i am able to practice dharma and so why not when you're looking out there and you're seeing maybe a kangaroo here and there a butterfly birds and birds sentient beings staff members the malaysians are here learning learning to get a skills so they can go back home make a living as you're attending to any of them and you're knowing they came here for the same reason we did right they really did. They came here for exact, well, minor modifications. But they came here to find happiness. They came here to develop skills so they could go back home and live a better life. That's why I, I think that's what we came, yeah? Same. Same, And so wishing them well. And so as you're walking by, the, and you see them there in their dining commons and watching television at night and so forth, you're walking by, wishing each one well. It went well. The staff here, the cars driving by, everybody going someplace, everybody going because they want something. They want to find happiness. They want to be free of suffering. That's why they're all out there. Everybody the same. Yeah? Wish them well. Welcome the traffic in. Hello, sentient beings. You know, send them light. Like that, like that. And then we're almost finished. And then when you're specifically attending to members of the pod. Within our mandala here, imagine that they're actually doing what I'm suggesting right now. <laughs> imagine they're actually practicing, you know, through the course of the day. So it, when you attend to one another, you imagine them, here's a being cultivating loving-kindness, sending out loving-kindness, translucent, empty, pure. And that's what this person is visualizing him or herself as. It's just beaming out loving-kindness in all directions. Imagine that. And it actually may be true. It really could be, right? That's why we came here. So imagine your Dharma brothers and sisters as dakinis and Vedas. Why not, you know? So. so, the preliminary practices never end, not until enlightenment itself. Enjoy your day. See you later.